Praise the Lord. Many people profess that they are saved because God has blessed their life over and over again. Some also believe they have a relationship with God because God has granted them a miracle. Navigate through the scriptures with me as I teach you that blessings and miracles is not an indication of salvation. You may be blessed, but are you saved? Join us in the service that is currently in progress, and I pray that this message is a blessing unto you. Amen. Turn your Bibles to the book of John, chapter number three, and we're going to start at verse number 17. Amen. Everyone is familiar with John chapter 3 and verse 16. Am I right? Praise the Lord. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Amen. Amen. But we want to start at verse number 17. And today I want to talk to you, if nothing changes, I want to talk to you from the thought of, are you saved? Praise the Lord. Are you saved? The past two services, we've been dealing with the topic of surface servers versus deep devotion. Amen. And I've been telling you over the past week that a surface server is someone who likes to serve God on the outside, on the surface, praise the Lord. But deep down within their heart, they really don't want to obey the word of God, praise the Lord. They want to seem as if they have a relationship with God, but they really don't have a lifestyle to match holiness, praise the Lord. And that's what we want to equip people to get to. We want people to be holy, amen. Way with what people say about you, Right. We can't worry about how folks going to talk about us. Cause Guess what? When it's time for you to go to hell or go into heaven, nobody's going to be able to stand before God and vouch for you. Do y'all understand that? You can't worry about what folks going to think about you or say about you. Praise the Lord. You got to know what the Bible says and obey the word of God. Praise the Lord. And because people are so worried about what others think about them, they don't live a lifestyle according to righteousness. And that's where the thought comes from of, are you saved? Praise the Lord. Three things I want to talk to you about today. Praise the Lord. Blessings, faith, and miracles. Blessings, faith, and miracles bfm okay and the reason i want to talk about these three things on the topic of are you saved is because now are you saved is a question right now if you ask the world today who call themselves christians with my air quotes for those who listen to us on spotify my air quotes on christians praise the lord the thing we find is this you ask are you saved and everyone who say they are a christian Raise their hand and say, yes, I am. But if you go a little deeper and say, how you know you're saved? You know the three things they'll say? One of the three. Blessings, faith, miracles. God has blessed me all my life. God walks with me 
He blessed me with a job when I didn't have one. Praise the Lord. Just because God blessed you don't mean you saved. Come on and talk to me. Then we have testimonies in the Bible of people who were blessed by Jesus, but they didn't have salvation. Huh? Just because you've been blessed. Now watch this. This is the wisdom of God. Let me drop this on you. This is the wisdom of God. The wisdom of God is this. If I don't bless them, they won't believe in me. If I leave them out alone and don't intercede in their life, sometimes they will not believe in me. And it's that much harder to save someone when you feel like the person's not there. When you feel like God is not there, it's going to be that much harder to save you, right? So why wouldn't he bless you? But, just, but don't confuse blessings with salvation. Praise the Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord. Blessings don't mean that you're saved. Amen. God blesses us because of this concept of if I'm there for them, when they hear my word, they'll listen. Let me say that again. He blesses us even if you're not saved because of the concept of if I do not bless them, I mean, if I do bless them, when they hear my word, they'll listen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Y'all probably met many of people or at least one person in your life that has said this statement. I don't believe in God because if God was real, why he let my mother die? If God was real, why he allowed these bad things to happen to me? If God was real, why dot, 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 right? Everybody, ever, raise your hand. Everybody ever heard people say something like that? Or maybe you said it, right? But watch this. On the flip side, people feel like they just anointed with blessings from God. <laughs> no matter what they do, no matter what they touch, God is blessing them. Praise the Lord. Y'all know people like that too, don't you? And because they keep getting these blessings, amen, sometimes the devil blesses us. Y'all know that, right? Mm -hmm. The devil can bless you too. Mm -hmm. How do you think, uh, I'm not even going to, let's move on from there. Listen, when Jesus was fasted 40 days and 40 nights in the wilderness. In Matthew chapter 4 and also Luke chapter 4, they tell the same story. Jesus was in the wilderness, and after he fasted 40 days and 40 nights, the Bible says he became hungry. And guess who came along when he was hungry? The devil. See, Jesus was hungry, right? Who came along? The devil. Sometimes you may have needs in your life and the devil may show up to bless you. Amen. The devil came to Jesus and said, hey, uh, if you're the son of God, make these stones be turned into bread. Why are you telling him to turn the stones into bread? He was hungry. Amen. Then we get down a little further in the story and the Bible says the devil take Jesus to the pinnacle of the temple and showed him all the kingdoms of the world. And he told Jesus this, all of this will I give you if you bow down and worship me. The, the devil offered Jesus the world. 
Amen. He's probably offering you some stuff now. Amen. The devil offered Jesus the world. Amen. And Jesus denied it by throwing the word. Thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. Him only shalt thou serve. Praise the Lord. So Jesus didn't tell the devil, this world don't belong to you. It belongs to me. Yeah, we know the Bible say a cattle on a thousand hills is he is. The earth is the Lord's in the fullness thereof, right? But we're talking about this worldly system. The fame, the fortune, amen. All of the pride that comes with someone who's in high um, authority or who has a lot of money. Uh, pride comes with that. So the devil is offering that stuff to Jesus. The devil can bless you with worldly things. Let me say that again. The devil can bless you with what? Worldly things. But God can bless you with spiritual things. Amen. Praise the Lord. So sometimes in the world, we think blessings may be coming from God, but they might be coming from Satan. But on the flip side, amen, God can bless us too. Praise the Lord. You be praying for something. Lord, I know I ain't been doing the best I could, but Lord, I just need you to make a way one more time for me. One more time and I'll get right with you. I, I do what I'm supposed to do. And God said, I hear you. I see your heart, too. See, God know when we're lying. But he said, you know what? I'm going to come through for you this time. I already see that you, you ain't going to do what you said you're going to do, but I'm going to come through for you. He has to keep that connection with us. So, but don't mistake in God's blessings for salvation. Praise the Lord. Amen? Faith. Yes, people are already saved. How do you know you're saved? Well, I believe in God. I got faith in God. John 3.16 says this. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Faith. Faith alone don't mean you saved, y'all. All right, I got an example for you. Y'all remember the lady uh, that had the issue of blood for what, 12, 10 year, 12 years? And, and she did all she could do. I believe it was Matthew, uh, Mark chapter 4, I believe. She did all she could do. She spent all her money that she had on what? Doctors and physicians. And the Bible says nothing got better, but rather it grew worse. She heard about this man named Jesus. Notice she what? Heard about him. The Bible says faith cometh by hearing, hearing by the word of God. If you want more faith, you got to hear the word of God. So this lady heard about the miracles, here we go, that Jesus did for others. She heard about the blessings, hallelujah, that Jesus did for others. And what did those, that hearing do? It made her get a little bit of faith. So she said within herself, if I could just touch his clothes, I'll be healed. So people are thronging up against Jesus as they're walking, praise the Lord. She made her way through the press. Oh, excuse me, excuse me. I got to get to him. Excuse me. Dunking old, make herself skinny to get through people. Can't y'all see that? The Bible said it was a multitude of people thronging Jesus. And she made her way through the press and touched his clothes. And immediately he felt virtue come out of him. He turned around and said, who touched me? And the apostle said, Lord, don't you see all the people thronging up against you? 
Everybody touching you. But he meant who touched me by faith. And that moment that lady was healed. But guess what? The Bible doesn't tell us that lady had salvation. But she was what? Healed. She had a miracle. She had faith which produced the miracle. So just because you have blessings, faith, and miracles don't mean that you have salvation. So if y'all stick with me for the next few minutes, I'm going to show you how to have salvation the Bible way. Hmm? Not the Baptist way, not the Methodist way, not the Catholic way, not the Kojic way, praise the Lord, but the scriptural way. Whatever we do when it comes to salvation, we have to make sure that is backed up by Bible. Because the Bible ain't never lied to nobody. People have, right? That's why when people come to you and say this, this, that, and other, and the Bible says this, this, that, and other, if you never read that in the Bible, ask them. Say, can you show me where that said in the Bible? If they can't show you in the Bible, don't believe it. Or if you can't find it in the Bible, don't believe it, right? Because the Bible ain't never lied to nobody, but people have. Amen. Let God be true and every man a liar, the Bible says. Praise the Lord. I believe that was Romans chapter 3. He said, uh, but what then if some don't believe? Shall their unbelief make the faith of God of none effect? God forbid. Let God be true and every man a liar. Let me get some um, Bible for what I'm telling y'all here. Let's go to uh, Romans really quick. Chapter number three. I've been doing a lot of talking. Let's get some scripture. Uh, chapter three and uh, uh, verse number one through three. One through four. Romans chapter three, verses one through four. Amen. Romans chapter three, verse one through four. I want to take this time to uh, say God bless you to all who may be uh, listening to us on Spotify and all who may be watching us on Facebook Live and also who may be viewing on YouTube. Thank you for tuning in in the name of Jesus Christ. Again, Romans chapter three, verse one through four. When you have that, say, I'm with you, Pastor. What advantage then have the Jew or what profit is there of circumcision? OK, let me break this down to you real quick. In the in, in the Bible, you had two types of people. You had Jews. And if you wasn't a Jew, you were a what? Y'all know. If not, I'm going to tell you a Gentile. Good job. Give her a hand. Amen. Y'all some smart people. <laughs> Praise the Lord. There was Jews and you had Gentiles. OK. If you were not a Jew, you are automatically a Gentile, okay? So the Jews, the way they knew the difference between the Jews and the Gentiles was this. The Jews were circumcised. Y'all know what circumcision is, don't you? The cutting of the foreskin of the male, okay? The Jews were circumcised, but the Gentiles were not. Amen. So he said, what prophet... What advantage then have the Jew 
or what profit is there of circumcision? He said, hey, look, ain't no profit here no more. God came to save everybody now. Salvation in, for, at the beginning was for Jews only. But now since the Jews rejected Jesus, now he's come to the Gentiles in order to save us as well. So he's saying, what advantage is there to be a Jew? Or what profit is there of circumcision? Much every way, chiefly because that unto them were committed the oracles of God. Unto them, praise the Lord, was committed, amen, the sayings of God, the oracles of God. Then he says, verse 3, for what if some did not believe? Hmm? What if some did not believe? Shall their unbelief make the faith of God without effect? If people don't believe it, that don't change that it ain't true. Praise the Lord. I can sit here and speak truth to you today. And if you don't believe it, it don't change the fact that it's truth. Two plus two is what? Right. If I tell you two plus two is four, but you really believe it's six. I told you the truth just because you don't believe the words that are coming out of my mouth. Y'all remember that movie? <laughs> you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? Praise the Lord. <laughs> just because you don't believe it and I'm telling you the truth don't mean that, I'm, that the truth is not the truth. That's what he's saying here. What if some don't believe? Verse 2, Romans 3 and 2. For what if some did not believe? See, the Jews had an issue with believing in Jesus. We'll do a teaching on that one day. The Jews had an issue believing in Jesus. That's why they were going to kill him and stone him on multiple occasions. He called himself God and they picked up stones ready to kill him. What you killing me for? What good works did I do you killing me for? We ain't killing you for good works. We about to stone you because you ain't nothing but a man making yourself God. The Jews, the one that didn't believe on him. So he said, what if some don't believe? Shall their unbelief make the faith of God without effect? Look at verse four. God forbid. Let God be what? Let God be what? Amen. Maybe I'll preach a sermon called that one day. Let God be true. Hmm? Let God be true. But every man a what? A liar. You got to believe what the word say, y'all. I don't care if it's your mother, your grandmother. Uh, your most, I don't care if it's your most prestigious uncle who called himself Bishop of Bishops. Praise the Lord. It don't matter if the Bible is right and they are wrong. I call them wrong. Now, a lot of people don't like that. They don't like, well, you got to be so rude. It ain't being rude. They being rude lying to you. I'm rude for speaking boldly and standing on the truth. Why are they not being rude for telling a lie to take you to hell? Huh? Praise the Lord. The Bible is right. Amen. Amen. The baptism in Jesus name is the right way to be baptized. If you baptize any other way, praise the Lord. You go. Listen, if you don't get baptized in Jesus name, you can't make it into heaven. Because the baptism washes away your sins. If you've been baptized in titles, Father, Son, Holy Ghost, you got to get rebaptized, or you're gonna die and find wake up in hell. 
Praise the Lord. Talking bold like that because I got the Bible to back me up. Praise the Lord. But something is rude. Well, you're a strong teacher. You're a strong preacher. It ain't about me. I'm standing on the truth. I care less about you calling me strong. Praise the Lord. It's about what's right. Amen. You can't have two husbands or two wives and go into heaven. It's about what's right. Praise the Lord. If you divorced and you remarried, you're going to hell if you die that way. The Bible is right. Praise the Lord. I, your feelings don't change the scriptures. Come on. Your feelings do not change the Bible. And if you don't believe it, it don't mean it ain't right. Because I can show you a Bible for everything I teach you. Everything I teach you, I can show you a Bible for it. Everything I teach you, I can show you a Bible for. Because if I don't know it, I ain't going to teach it. <laughs> Praise the Lord. That's what's safe. Amen. Praise the Lord. We got to understand that the Bible is going to stand on its own. Praise the Lord. We got to understand. Amen. That our feelings don't change the scriptures. I can feel sorry for you and your situation, but the Bible's still right at the end of the day. I can have empathy with you, but it's up to you to make the decisions to walk in this holiness or are you saved? Are you really saved? Praise the Lord. For what if some, verse four, verse four, God forbid, yea, let God be true, but every man a liar, as it is written, that thou mightest be justified in thy sayings and mightest overcome when thou art judged. I'm justified in what I say because I got Bible for it. Praise the Lord. Amen. So when a question is asked, are you saved? You can't just go to blessings, faith and miracles. We have to go into the Bible and the scriptures and really pull out what salvation really is. Let's go to John chapter three. Let's go back there instead of going to verse 17. Let's go to uh, verse 3. Um, John chapter 3 and verse number 3. Uh, verse 1. John chapter 3, verse number 1, in the name of Jesus Christ. John chapter 3, verse number 1. Y'all remember the uh, story of uh, Jesus doing the miracle, blessing the people, the 4,000 people who had no food. They followed Jesus and they had two fish and what? Five loaves of bread. And, and, and Jesus fed the multitude of people with two fish and five loaves of bread. Right. Amen. Jesus did that. But those people weren't saved. The Bible didn't tell us that. But what did he do? He blessed them. So again, don't confuse blessings with salvation. Amen. There was a man in the Bible also talking about faith. They wanted, they, Jesus was inside of a house. I believe in Matthew chapter 8. Jesus was inside of a house. 
and they wanted to get this man who could not walk. He was on his bed. They carried him, but the house was full of people. They couldn't get into the house to get the man in there to get a healing. But they had faith enough to believe that if he got there close to Jesus, he would be healed. So they took the roof off the house. Praise the Lord. Lord willing, we'll go get this story so y'all can read it if you ain't read it before. They took the roof off the house, let the man down into the house from the roof. And Jesus saw his faith and he healed him. But it don't say that the man was saved, but he got a miracle. That makes is this making sense? You can't confuse blessings, faith, and miracles. You can't confuse that as having salvation. Salvation is when you repent, get baptized in Jesus' name, and God fills you with the Holy Spirit. Repentance is you turning from your unrighteousness. The baptism in Jesus' name, that washes away every sin that you've ever committed. And the Holy Spirit, that gives you power, amen, to not go back into sin. It guides you into all truth. We need the Holy Spirit. If you have the Holy Spirit, you won't fight the word of God. If you have the Holy Spirit, you will not fight the word of God. Praise the Lord. But that spirit inside of you will speak up and say, you better listen. That's the truth right there. Now, it may take me to explain a little bit more, but the Holy Spirit will guide you and say, oh, you better take, take attention to this. You won't just reject it. Praise the Lord. Let's go to John 3 and 1. There was a man of the Pharisees. Everybody got that? Say, I'm with you. There was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. The same came to Jesus by night and said unto him, Rabbi, we know that thou art a teacher come from God. For no man can do these miracles that thou doest except God be with him. Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born Again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Hmm. Except the man be born again, he cannot what? See the kingdom of God. Verse 4, Nicodemus said it to him, How can a man be born? So Jesus told him to be born again, right? Now Nicodemus said, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of water and of what? Of water and of what? Y'all see the capital S on the word spirit? That's talking about the Holy Spirit. The capital S means he's talking about the Holy Spirit. You must be born of water. That's baptism. And of the spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. And let me throw this out here to, the, to, to dispel this lie. I talked to this man one time. He said, yeah, being born of the water is when you are in your mother's womb and her water breaks. You're born of the water. I said, now, wait a minute. I know water is something we say being born. I mean, water broke is something we say, right? Now, there's, but it's, that's fluid, right? I'm, I'm sure there's some kind of water in there, right? But notice he said, be born again. You already had one birth through the, through the, 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 what's that, ambionic fluid? 
am, am, Amni, say it with me, ladies. Huh? And, yeah, y'all got it. <laughs> right? You, you already been born once, right? That's how you are alive and you can grow up and you can be uh, uh, whoever you want to be. Praise the Lord. Amen. You've been born once. He said you must be born how? Again. Right? So this is why Nicodemus said, how can I be born again? Can I go back into my mother's stomach? Can I go back into my mother's womb and she push me out again? That's not what Jesus is talking about. Praise the Lord. So if y'all ever hear people say that, I look at them and say, please don't go there. Please don't go there. That's a very poor revelation of the scriptures. And it ain't right. Praise the Lord. You got the same mindset as Nicodemus had. Can I get back in my mother's womb and be born? He said, be born again. I had this guy who was a, a homosexual and he told me, I was born this way. And I said, well, the Bible said you must be born again. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Now, we know he wasn't born that way. Amen. God, no, God made a male and female, right? That's feminine and masculine. Praise the Lord. Amen. No, no man was born a homosexual. Now, the spirit, the devil made a got a hold of your mind when you were younger. And change your thoughts on these things, but you weren't born that way. Mm -mm. How was how how God is bring how did why did God die to deliver us from sin and He gonna make you be born and you already you you ain't even got the mindset to comprehend a, a girl from a boy when you're born. Praise the Lord. But He told me He was born that way. I said, well, for argument's sake, if you were born that way, the Bible said you must be born again of the water. And of the spirit. You need to get baptized in Jesus' name and let God deliver you. Praise the Lord. You must be born of the water and of the spirit. He cannot enter into the kingdom of God. All right. Now, look at verse five again. I know I did a lot of talking as we went through reading that. Let's read verse five again. We're going to go get one more scripture and we'll close. Verse five. Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of water and of the spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of of God. Okay. Now this scripture was fulfilled in the book of Acts chapter number two. Y'all hear me preach this all the time. Acts chapter two and verse 38. Peter said unto them, repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Okay. This scripture, John chapter three and verse five was fulfilled in the book of Acts chapter two and verse 38. That's salvation. Salvation is not because, listen, watch this. Jesus said, the poor you will have what you always. Okay. There are people who are poor or even homeless who have salvation. They are saved, but they ain't got a place to lay their head. Shucks. Jesus himself didn't have a place to lay his head. He said, foxes have holes. Birds have the nests, but the son of man have nowhere to lay his head. Jesus was walking around. He was, he, he was homeless. He had no home on this earth. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Amen. Uh, when he was a baby, he did, right? Amen. But when he said it's time for me to be about my father's work and he went about doing his father's work, 
He said he had nowhere to lay his head. Amen. Praise the Lord. So, blessings is different for certain people. You are blessed because you may have a roof over your head. Amen. But the homeless man who don't have a roof over his head, guess what? He's still blessed. He blessed. He have faith and know God. But having faith and knowing God, again, don't mean salvation. It gets you towards salvation. Amen. But faith alone is not enough. You got to have enough faith to get baptized in Jesus' name. You got to have enough faith to repent of your sins. Praise the Lord. And let God change your life. Amen. BFM. Blessings, faith, miracles. Don't mistake in those for salvation. If you want salvation, you must obey Acts chapter 2 and verse 38. Repent, turn it from unrighteousness. Being baptized in the name of Jesus Christ to wash away that unrighteousness. And then you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit that gives you power over that unrighteousness. Praise the Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord. God bless you in the mighty name of Jesus Christ.